Hi guys, this is Faith from RadicalTransformationProject.com and you are listening to another episode of my mental health podcast. In this podcast, we dive into everything related to depression, anxiety, and all of the down and dirty real life things that happen to me every week managing my mental health. I'm here to help you, inspire you, and remind you, you are never on this journey alone. Let's jump into it. Hey guys, welcome back to the Radical Transformation Podcast. I'm so excited. One of my very favorite people, literally in the entire world, is on the podcast today. Uh (laughs) I want to introduce you guys to Amanda. Amanda, would you just introduce yourself and let people know what it is you do? Yeah, sure. Okay. Hi, I'm Amanda. Um, So I own a company, Amanda Francis Inc., that creates and sells digital courses primarily toward women entrepreneurs, but also like my, I have a lot of courses on money and financial empowerment, and those are for everyone. And over the past nine years, I've grown a multi-million dollar brand that has served tens of thousands of students. We had 20,000 transactions last year to give you an idea. Um, and yeah, my background is actually in mental health. I have a master's of science in counseling. So I was a therapist turned life coach. I accidentally became a business coach for life coaches when some of my therapist friends wanted me to help them add life coaching legs to their business. And then I accidentally became, I went from a business coach to a digital course creator when more people than I could possibly help at a time wanted me to help them. And so I transitioned from just like one-on-one counseling and one-on-one coaching into training people through digital courses. And yeah, that's me. That's awesome. I really have to take a second just to thank you because when I found your work, I had wanted to start an online business. I wanted to talk about mental health on the internet but I didn't know anyone that was doing that. And I felt literally crazy. (laughs) I was like, am I going to quit my job and start a blog? And I remember sitting at my desk (laughs) at my nine to five, I would like listen to you on my earbuds, like on repeat, like over and over and over again. And I would just be like, I can do it. It's possible. I could do it. (laughs) And you really inspired me to get this mental health blog off the ground. So without you, I don't even know if this podcast would be here thing so thank you thank you for telling me that I mean that's really that's really like the whole point you know what I mean like I don't I don't I don't ever stop remembering that these are actual people's lives you know what I mean like no matter how how big an audience looks like they are it's made of like human beings so like the individual stories are kind of the whole the whole point for me you know what I mean Yeah. And you really inspired me too. And I tell this to my audience all the time, like when you're authentic and you're unafraid and you step into your gifts and you go out into the world and do the work that you're here to do, you hold Mm -hmm. space for other women to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly (sighs) what you did for me. So thank you. Thank you. And like you, like I've always said, and like you just said, you know, when you feel crazy, it usually means you're on the right track. I remember you saying that. Like, I remember you saying that in one of your trainings and I would listen to it over and over again because I was like, I do feel crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That means you're on the right track. I was on the right track and now here we are. We're here. Here we are. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, I'm nine years in and my new new goals definitely still make me feel crazy. I just, now I know that's part of the process. Now I'm like, okay, I feel crazy. That's good. (laughs) You know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
I yeah. really was curious to ask you about your experience with anxiety because I, I look up to you so much, but I also know that you have had struggles with anxiety in the past and I haven't heard you talk about it too, too much, but I would be really curious to hear more about your struggles with that and what that was like. Uh, I motherfucking hate anxiety. Don't we all? <laughs> Isn't it the worst? It's so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> So I was someone who I feel like handled my anxiety in stride for most of my life. Like I would notice my anxiety, observe my anxiety. Um, I did a really good job always looking at like, where does, where did this come from? Like if I had an anxious feeling creep up in me, I'd be like, huh, what's that? What am I scared of? What was I thinking about? What thought just like went through my head before that happened? And I like managed it really well for a long time. And then I had my first panic attack and it all went out the window. It was like, I fucking know nothing. <laughs> like it, Everything I thought I knew about managing anxiety, I know nothing. Because that panic attack I just had and that disassociation moment where I couldn't get in my body, I don't know how to be the observer of that. Like it was so much more intense than what I am, what, what anxiety had been to me. And so then it was kind of like, I had to relearn. It was, it was like literally the worst ever. I had to relearn my own relationship with anxiety, with panic, with like grounding and getting into my body with trauma. I like, I had a background in therapy, but I had never really done like my therapy was never really trauma informed. Those weren't my clients. So like I didn't, wasn't super informed on trauma and how it can create panic and anxiety. So like I had to go on this, the stupidest, most annoying <laughs> journey of my life that I'm, I'm now thankful for. Of, of course, on the other side of anything where, where we're like, Oh, I grew so much. I am so thankful. But in the middle of it, you're like, what is this debilitating thing that's making me not feel like myself and not feel functional? Like truly there are moments where I didn't feel functional, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely, I know exactly. You're what like, you're I know. <laughs> I, have a, I have a blog about anxiety. I know. Yeah. What would you say to someone that's in the middle of that, that hasn't because I feel that way too, right? I'm like, oh, thank, thank so much for the struggles I had. But when you're in the middle of it, you're so right. It's so hard to see that it's for your good. And it's so hard to see that it could be serving you in any way because it feels so debilitating. So what would you say to someone that's in that, that hasn't turned the corner yet? <laughs> oh my God. Well, if you're having like panic attacks, especially I'll say like panic is a liar. It is. That is what it is. Um, a guy I really love that I found on YouTube that actually ended up becoming my friend who teaches on panic named Michael Norman says panic is a false alarm. The fire alarm is going off, but it's a false alarm. So for a panic attack in particular, people tend to feel like they're going crazy. They're going to have a heart attack. They're going to have some kind of sudden impending death, right? And so the first thing I would say is you're not going crazy. You're not losing your mind. Your heart is not failing at this moment. You, like whatever the big doomy thing, like the ultimate fear thing, the, the one that really freaks you out and like makes the panic go on, like it's not true. It's not real. It is lying to you. But it's very hard to convince our brain when we've locked into one of these big fears. You know what I mean? So then 
I know there's a million fears we all have about a million things, you know, so whatever your ultimate fear is that something could happen to your children or a family member, that something that you could, something could happen when you drive over that bridge or get, get on that airplane or whatever it is. It's like, it, it's a liar because you are capable and you can do it. And like breathing through it, I don't know, it's like such bullshit because everyone's like breathe through it and meditate through it and whatever. But like you, you can actually use tools that seem like they're not going to be enough, but that help you little by little learn to, to, to understand that you have power and control over this thing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes using those tools, even if it's just a little bit, like, you know, it's hard to go from having panic attacks to not having panic attacks. Like that's Uh a big bridge to cross. But if you could start using those tools and just see like, oh, I can help myself a little bit. Right. And you can kind of start empowering yourself little by little by finding little things, even though it doesn't make it go away and it doesn't make it all better. It gives you, it gives you enough power where you're like, okay, maybe it's possible (laughs) for me to influence this and start feeling a little better. Yeah, totally. So a few other, a few things that kind of helped me get that sense of control and that sense of like, I'm feeling better. So one of them, um, this is in particular, if you feel like a panic attack coming on, I started saying, no matter what happens, I'm okay. No matter what happens, it's okay. No matter what happens, it's okay. Cause that allowed me to get just detached enough and just accepting enough because like I wanted to just like clear the panic attack thing from my life right away and never have one ever again. Right. I mean, my idea was like, can we just transcend this? (laughs) Can we just opt out of this thing? So I was trying to control it. I was trying to get rid of them. I was trying to get rid of them. And when I stopped trying to get rid of the panic and anxiety and I more so went like, whatever happens, it's okay. Whatever happens, I'm okay. There was just enough acceptance to kind of like, like, like loosen up a little bit. Cause like, if you feel panic coming on and you're like, fuck, there it is. It's happening again. I'm, it's, I'm doing it again. It's not over. I'm not better. I'm not getting there. That just like speeds it up. So when I went more like one of my other favorite affirmations was when I'm on, I, I am on the other side of this and I am happy and free. So it was like, no matter what happens, it's okay. And I'm already on the other side of this anyway. Like I was just looking toward I am okay right now and I'm, I'm moving toward the future. Like it's fine. Um, so that belief system kind of helped me. And then I would say another thing, and this is not easy to do in the moment. This happens, happened for me more and more and more and more over time is when I stopped locking into the panic and I stopped locking into the, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening, it's happening. Like I'm dying, whatever thing. And I allowed myself, I allowed myself to just be like, huh, I'm having panic feelings in my body, but I'm forgetting to notice because I'm having a conversation with this friend where I'm having panic feelings in my body, but I'm barely noticing because I'm just going to go right back to work. Like I just kind of let the panic be there. and I didn't make it mean anything anymore. And I just like distracted myself with something else. I'm not saying this was easy to do. It got easier little by little, but eventually it faded into the background because I wasn't giving it any of my energy. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I kind of go through that too, where I'll just be like, you know what? Actually, I'm done with this. I'm sick of worrying about this. I'm sick of being on this ride. I'm sick of, you know, whatever I'm feeling anxious about. And I'm just done with it. I'm over it. And I'm just like, if I'm going to be anxious, I'm going to be anxious. And it just is what it is. 
Yeah. A sense of acceptance really kind of like takes the power out of it. You know, it's, yeah. it feels so in counterintuitive. It's like, why would I accept this thing that's making me feel really bad? But like when we, it's kind of like the more you look at it and the more you worry about it and the more you obsess over it, you know, what we focus on expands. It's like a basic manifestation principle. What we focus on expands. So like I focused on it less and I observed it non-judgmentally and observed it gently more often, you know? I love what you said earlier, and I've heard you talk about this before and it's helped me a lot, but you'll talk about energetically being on the other side. Like I'm already, I'm already past this. I'm already done, done with this. I've been done with this. I'm past it. I'm Mm -hmm. still far past this feeling. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you use that? to help you? Yeah. So <clears throat> I just have realized that getting caught in the middle of something as though it's like the biggest problem in my life doesn't really do a lot for me. So like I, I do, I do this in a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of ways. So I'll give you like a few examples. So like in business and with money, say I want a new like to hit a new like income goal or whatever. So like I, I like feel the feelings and hold the experience in my body of, of being the person who already has like, has already done that thing and hit that goal. Like I'm embodying future me, right? <clears throat> so it was kind of the same thing with, with my desire to overcome panic and anxiety. It was like looking at the me in the future who's already done with this, who's already on the other side, who, who like doesn't know how she overcame it, but no, she did like being there. What does she think? What does she feel? What does she know? What does she believe? So I kind of tapped into the version of me who wasn't struggling in that way. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that can create some big like energetic movement at the same time. I eventually stopped saying like, I am ridding myself of all anxiety. And it was kind of like, kind of like how I teach with many that you have a relationship with many forever. It's not like you just heal it once and now you're just, and you just, now I'm a wealthy person forever. It's like, you're always in relationship with how you spend, how you save, how you invest, how you earn, how you, how you feel in those things. It's a relationship. I feel kind of that way about anxiety now. It's like anxiety or worry or doubt or fear. These are human experiences. So I'm not trying to rid myself of them anymore. I'm more like being in relationship with them while knowing it absolutely does not have to be this big drama, bad, awful, scary thing forever. Like that's not required at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love that your work, your work applies to like everything I feel like. And it's so interesting to me that you're a business coach, but you don't talk about business that much. I really never talk about business. I don't know, but yeah, I know. I love I just, it though, because it does, it applies to everything. And it's, it's about having the right mindset and stepping into your truth and becoming a powerful self-actualized woman. And it's so, I think that's why your work is so powerful and it's so different than how people are teaching business, which is like why I'm like, even though you're a business coach, I'm like, oh, I can definitely have her on my mental health podcast and she'll have oh, like totally. genius things to say. <laughs> Well, yeah. And it's like, I think the reason my clients, and people in my courses like you know make so much more money and and create great businesses and do all these things is because like this 
this emotional side, spiritual side, mental side, energetic side, like I think this is like the foundation. This is like the most of it. Like you can figure out <clears throat> how to work an email provider. Like you can figure out a lot of like the more tech technical stuff. And I have in a lot of my courses, like Course Creation Queen and Self in Your Soul and Boss Lady Branding, there are definitely moments where I just like break down how business things work. Like here's what I do. Here's what I say. Here's how I connect the autoresponder to the thank you page to that, like whatever. Like I understand the tech stuff and the business stuff. I have no problem answering questions about it or teaching on it. It's all fine, but it just doesn't matter like nearly as much as keeping your mind, heart, emotions, and energy right. And like loving yourself and like trusting yourself and like believing you're worthy of the things you desire. Like that always is going to like add up to a whole lot more, you know? Yeah. And I would say to you guys listening to like my audience is pretty split now. I have half kind of entrepreneurs and half people that come from the mental health world. Mm -hmm. But I would say even if you guys don't have businesses, you should still follow Amanda online because she, her work is so powerful and it really transcends business. It's really not about entrepreneurship. It's really about self-actualization. Well, yes, that's, that is true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do say all my courses on money, I created all the money courses with the intention for it to be for everyone. So like, yeah, I, I want, I, I don't want it to be just about entrepreneurs. I really don't. Yeah, no, I think your work is so powerful. And I think that's why it stands out in the business world. Cause there's so much kind of slick marketing stuff happening and like <laughs> people selling like laptops on the beach and million dollar funnels and like whatever. <laughs> the it's trend so is. weird and it's so annoying and it's, it's so, so annoying. Easy <laughs> vibes. Yeah. Not that I haven't ever had a cute picture of a laptop on a beach or whatever. I totally have. But like sometimes the energy of it is just like, I don't trust you. <laughs> Crazy person on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like skeezy entrepreneurship vibes. <laughs> but so, the internet. So yeah, I mean, this is probably true in every industry. I'm just more familiar in like the spaces that I'm in. Some of the internet marketing stuff is like fucking skeezy for sure. but like. I think I, I took some of that, like what I took, what I saw internet marketers doing right, which was creating a lot of free content for people. You know what I mean? And, and I, but I did it like with my heart and soul with, with, how do I say this? I didn't need anything in return. So the internet marketing vibe is put out this free shit. Um, and then like get them on your email list and then like guilt them and scare them into get, buying your paid stuff. And I was like, but do you know what would actually work better is if I just give a lot of free shit because I want to, because that's like my heart's desire is to help millions of people. And then I think naturally some of these people will just be inclined to do some of the paid offers. And it has, it has worked exactly that way without ever building a funnel. You know what I mean? Such genius. I feel like business advice. Oh my gosh. I feel like just love your free content. Just like really enjoy getting it out there. Like don't do it so people will pay you. Just like, you know what I mean? Like be in the service vibe and it kind of all works out. Yeah. And that's why I love your work too. Cause you teach women that you're powerful enough and you're good enough. And I think when you stand behind your work and you believe actually what I have to say is important yeah, it's a lot easier to create that powerful free content where I see a lot of women in my audience struggle is that they, they struggle to stand behind their work and take up space because they don't believe yes. what they have to say is, is worthy or good enough or important. 
Yeah. I think that's like the whole thing, whether it's paid or free or something else, like it starts from within. It is an internal decision. I mean, the way I got myself behind this in the very beginning is the affirmation. I'm sure you've heard me say a million times, which was my work is of high service and worthy of massive compensation. And I mean, I was driving around Dallas saying that to myself every day, hanging flyers at every single Starbucks <laughs> and, and like the air part of Dallas I lived in every single day, just saying this affirmation to myself over and over and over again, getting myself behind it. You know, like I just don't think the world, the world can't reflect back to us anything we don't believe about ourselves first. So it's not that we, okay. So if you're putting content out there, and then kind of going like, oh, it didn't get any likes or comments or feedback. It's not working. They don't like me. It's like, it's opposite day of that. It's opposite vibes. Like you put it out there knowing it's enough and you, and you know it's enough no matter what anyone does. It's enough because it is. It's enough because you wrote it. It's enough because it has your heart. It's enough because you decided it's, it's enough because you unleashed yourself, right? And, and you, you do that and eventually the world will catch up. You know what I mean? It will rearrange and catch up, but it's always going to be based on you. So the external validate, the external validation just won't work until you already have the internal validation. Cause yeah. imagine you don't really believe yourself and you, in yourself anyway, and you get a lot of external validation. Now you need likes to believe in yourself. Well, that's never going to be a vibe. Like it has to come from within you first, you know? Yeah. And I think that works in all areas of your life. Like Amanda and I both are internet marketing kind of nerds, I think. So we're going to talk about business, of course. But even if you don't have a business, like it works, like no matter what, when you believe in yourself and you step into the work that you're here to do and you show up in your life in a powerful way with a message, with something to say, and you're not, you're not apologetic and you're not sorry about it, things rearrange for you. They just do. Like magic totally. happens. A hundred percent. But I mean, I've had a lot of people, especially in Money Mentality Makeover, um, since like I said, it's never really been geared just toward entrepreneurs. A lot of people completely change, you know, how their boss treats them, how they're respected in their workplace, how their work at their job is perceived. Um, and therefore, you know, the way the raises and promotions came in obviously transformed. So I typically have them start with, in the because it's a course on money, I have them start with the financial desire. But while they're holding the financial desire and believing they can have the financial desire and aligning with the financial designer, things around them have to start changing. And that, like I just said, does often include being treated differently in the workplace, you know, like I said, the boss treating them differently, whatever. And also new, a new job, a new opportunity, a new placement, a new position, whatever coming through. I mean, the world can rearrange for you anytime when you decide you're worthy and you get clear on what you want. Period. Yeah. This can work in a relationship, you know, like I've seen people totally rearrange how they're being treated in a relationship or manifest that relationship falling away and the new relationship coming in because they decided what they're worthy of and what kind of love they wanted. But it's the exact same thing, you know? Yeah. I was just at a brunch with girlfriends the other day and they were kind of giving me crap because they were like, what happened to that guy you were dating? And I was like, oh, you know, he really doesn't plan any dates or like put in enough effort and kind of this or that. And they're like, well, I really think you should just give him a second chance. And I was like, I'm not available for that. I'm actually yeah, I'm like, why? Really not available for that. And they were Didn't all kind of shocked. Show me how he treats, I know. 
<laughs> Unavailable sister. That's what, like, I mean, that phrase, I've been saying it for so many oh, years now, or that word, but it really, like, explains a lot. When you just say, I'm not available for that, or I'm unavailable for that, it really, like, kind of, I don't know, it, it, like, paints a really clear picture of what you're not tolerating anymore. But there's yeah. no judgment in the word unavailable. You know what I mean? It's just, like, not going there. Yeah. Like, and it, have a good day. Peace out. Nice to meet you. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it really helps me set boundaries, but it really sets that, when you set that kind of energetic boundary, that's when I find things really start to rearrange. When I'm like, actually, I'm not available for men that don't plan awesome dates and, you know, treat me really exceptionally well, and I'm not available for that. And it's like, well, now I only date exceptional men, like, because that's my reality that I've created. It's not just because, you know, I only, only nice guys want to date me now. It's like, no, that's only what I'm available for. <laughs> yeah. You created that by, by your expectation and your belief a hundred percent. Yeah. But I learned all of this mostly from your money course, right? Money mentality makeover. Money makeover. Thank you. No, that is my favorite course. So what do you love? I'm just curious. I love asking alumni and students this what how do you do the money course are you like the six modules do you like the early modules the later modules or are you like I feel like some people are really just the bonuses like whether they just hang out and elevate into overflow or I really I really listen to them randomly to be honest with you like Mm -hmm. and I listen to your work a lot because I feel like I need a lot of affirmation in the phase of life that I'm in right now. And mm-hmm. I find your work so affirming and comforting just in that, like, I'm, it's okay. And like, we can expand and <laughs> it's all happening. And so I'll listen to it over and over again, but I'll just go on my phone and just kind of pick either a module or a bonus. I have a bunch of your courses. So I have just a ton of content. I feel like all of Amanda's courses also come with a ton of bonus modules. So yeah, I love to do that. Well, I love to build up the course because it's like, I think I created Money Mentality Makeover, well, I don't even know if I can take credit for this. This is like a co-creation kind of vibe, me, like me and God or something. So I feel like Money Mentality Makeover works really well because those first three modules were recorded when I was making, you know, like $10,000 a month. Like I was just starting to get into five-figure months. And then I recorded module four the next year, module five the year after, and module six the year after. So when module six was recorded, I was making like quarter of a million dollar months, right? And then the bonuses, I just add like five new videos in every year that are kind of updates on different topics. Like, you know, we'll talk about debt or saving or investing or like whatever it is. And so like, um, like, as you know, some sections of the bonuses I sell individually in little bundle packages, but like elevate to overflow, you can't go with those anywhere else. But all of it together is 20, it's like 22 hours of bonuses plus six modules, plus workbooks and affirmations and meditations. And, and, and what else? Like a lot. I feel, and I like everyone who's in it has lifetime access and lifetime updates. So anything I add in 2020 like you have, you know what I mean? Like, I just think it's a really, yeah. I, I, I just like what it has evolved into, like, you know? Yeah. And I like your courses too, because I'm actually, I'm like a course buying like addict. I buy, I've taken everyone's courses, right? <laughs> I love courses. I buy them. I take them. I love them. But yours is one of the only ones I go back to all the time. And it's not like a lot of courses, I'll take them, I'll do the modules, I'll learn what I need to learn. And then I'm kind of done with it, more or less. Whereas your stuff, 
it's like stuff I need to hear. It's literally like you're my like business coach. I feel like <laughs> in my iPod, I listen to it when I walk the dog every morning. <laughs> And I'm just like, I just need like a little clarity and a little business coaching for the day. And I'll just put on a random, like, I don't even listen to them in order. I'll just pull out a random one. And it's always exactly what I need to hear. Or the message is always really clear to me. And that's what totally. I really like about your work. But it's not really like a sit down and do the course like vibe to me. It's more. Yeah, well, I don't think it has to be. I think, I think there's from time to time, probably at some point, did you ever go like, oh, fuck, I need to do that homework? Like. I'm probably going to go through and do the homework and I don't know, bonus video one, or has it always just been like a listening vibe? It's always been like kind of a listening vibe. I I probably did all of them in order when I first got them, but I've had them now for years. Like I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I started my business three years ago and that's when I really invested in all of your, I think I, I bought like one, I don't know, probably like a bundle or something. And then I just immediately bought like everything you launched <laughs> the rest of the year. <laughs> <So> <laughs> good. Yeah, I was like, I need like this. And I kept being like, well, I already know kind of what Amanda's going to say. I don't need to buy more courses for her and from her. And then you would like launch something else. And I was like, well, obviously I need that. <laughs> like, I mean, it is all really good. I don't know. So like I tell really people, yeah. yeah, my two thoughts are like, I tell people to make it their own. Like I tell people this is not school. You're not being graded. So do this the way you feel guided to do it. So like exactly what you're saying. You're just trusting you're going to land on the right video on the right day. So I'm totally with you on that. Um, and then the other thing is I did exactly what you're doing. Like there was a time where I was just really reprogramming my mind and rearranging what I believe was possible for me. And I was really, really, really getting there, but it was just so important that I just kept good shit in my ear. And yeah. that's not untrue now, but my world is so different now. Like all my friends are kind of already in this vibe. Like my family even understands this vibe. Like, I mean, like my whole, my team, my life, it's like, my whole world is kind of full of like people who believe this way and think this way and kind of reinforce all of this. And I'm really solid in what I believe. So it's kind of different, but yeah, I mean, there, there are people that I like to keep in my ear too. So I totally get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's really important. Like that reprogramming piece is really important. Like when I looked at my life, there was a point a few years ago where I looked at my life and I was like, this I can't live like this anymore. This I was just miserable. And I was like, I have to start doing something, right? But I couldn't quit my job right away. I couldn't really move. But that's what I did. I just started listening to positive people over and over again to reprogram my mind to where I could start to see possibilities and start to see a way out of where I was. Because before that, I couldn't see. I literally couldn't see what to do next. I was just like, I know I don't like what I'm doing. <laughs> But there yeah, was, exactly. I didn't have any vision. I was so limited in my vision that I couldn't see any possibilities. And so listening to that positivity was huge for me because it kind of started to slowly expand my mind to what was possible. And now here we are. <laughs> I know. I mean, what you explained is the work. 500% that is the work. And it's clear you've done such good work. Yeah, I've come really far. I'm really excited for the future, but I'm really happy now. And it's just all good. I feel like everything mm. worked out so, so, so well. I'm so pleased. <laughs> so good. Such a vibe. I know. Okay. You've been on a really intense journey too, though, because I've followed you just the last three years of building my business and you've expanded massively. It's so inspirational to watch, but it really is really exceptional, I feel like. The way oh. 
Thank you. Yeah. I kind of, how it feels to me is no matter how far along I am, I have this feeling of I'm just getting started. So I have this kind of vibe of it's up and up and up and up and up only. It's up and up from here. You know, not that life doesn't have ups and downs. There are ups and downs, but it feels like an upward spiral. Like you hit your ups and downs while you're spiraling consistently upwards. So like, I just don't have any intention to like stop my expansion. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't think I'm someone like plateauing just wouldn't be the vibe for me. Yeah. Cause you know, like, I mean, like I kind of mentioned earlier when I started my business, I just needed to make like, um, I needed to make like, I think $1,800 a month to pay my bills and house spending money. And then like one of my, I remember the, one of my business goals that scared me was 3000 a month. And then I mentioned earlier the like 10,000 a month, I figure goal. And then, I mean, my biggest, my, the company's biggest month state is $420,000 a month. That's wild. But like, I, like now I'm sitting in my current position looking at if like I had a 500 or 700 or even million dollar month, how many people would I have served that month and what would we have done and what would that have meant? So like, I just think I'm going to keep going. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And you took pretty massive risks, I feel like, to get on the path you're on. Because I remember you talking about you dropped out of a PhD program, didn't you? Yeah, I've done crazy things. I mean, but yeah, one of them is dropping out of a PhD program. There, I mean, there, it's that whole no risk, no reward thing. It's supposed to be scary and it is going to require taking action. And you are going to have to believe in yourself when it looks like it's not working. Um, but it will be worth it. You know, like we've said, it will rearrange and it will add up. It's supposed to be scary. I love that because I feel like there's so many, there's so many people kind of also in the manifestation, like, space or whatever right now that are so focused on positivity all the time and no one really talks about like actually manifesting can feel it requires you to do things that are scary and it requires you to do things that are uncomfortable and it requires some motherfucking tenacity yeah like you have to keep going when things don't look like they're working that is like human resolve that is a real thing yeah it does it doesn't feel good 100 percent of the time but that doesn't, I do believe that feeling good is a, our birthright and something we get to have and something that we get to experience a lot of, but no, the human experience will not be rainbow and butterfly a hundred percent of the time. No. Yeah. That's definitely not been my experience in entrepreneurship either. <laughs> no, I love entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with it, but it's, it's not like that every day. <laughs> Totally. I'm still happy, right? It's like even when you have the downs, it's like you're still, I still feel good, even kind of in the struggle. Whereas in my old life, there was not a lot of feeling good. It was just a lot of struggle. Yes. But I think over time, we, our capacity changes. Like your capacity for joy, your capacity for gratitude, like those, like, I don't know, capacity containers within you are expanding. And your availability for some of the other stuff is decreasing in life. I think life gets to be good and life gets to get better. And we get better at processing the struggle, dealing with the struggle, and not staying in the struggle for longer than necessary, you know. But then shit will happen. But I just think at this point, it's like, I believe that shit comes up so I can heal it. You know what I mean? It's not random. It's not purposeless. It's so I can heal. So that just allows you to go like, okay, well, that fucking weird thing happened. 
and I'm willing to deal with the, the, the fear and the trigger and the drama and, and whatever came from it. I'm going to grow through it. I'm going to heal through it. I'm going to keep going, you know? Yeah. And I think that's ultimately the human experience, right? Cause you're so right. It's not all rainbows and butterflies, and, but we're meant to have struggles to learn, right? The struggles are to serve you and to learn and to expand you and to help you find your way. I think ultimately. Totally. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, I don't feel like, I don't know how I want to say this. I don't feel like struggle is required. Mm-hmm. I feel like healing is required and the struggle comes up just to show us what to heal. Does that make sense? Yeah, I definitely feel that. Like it's guiding you. Like this yeah. is where you need to pay attention. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing you've been avoiding looking at. So I'm going to make you look at it real quick so you can heal. So you can go ahead and create all the other things you want in your life. That's more of the, the vibe I feel. Yeah, definitely. Well, where can people find you? This has been such a great conversation. I appreciate it. I know. We, it was so, much. so good. You can find me at Exo Amanda Francis on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, um, on TikTok. I just got a TikTok. <laughs> so I'm Exo Amanda. I know. I don't know how to use it. I'm Exo Amanda Francis everywhere. I have a YouTube channel. You can search Amanda Francis on YouTube and a podcast called And She Rises. But you can search Amanda Francis on the podcast. But Money Mentality Makeover, the course we've referenced a few times, is relaunching right now. So since you guys are getting this on Thursday, that means you're getting it the day before the pre-sale starts. So there's one week before the course opens to the public where there's a special $200 off prize. So you guys are hearing this in time to take advantage of that. So we'll put, okay, so in order to get the $200 off, you just sign up for my wait list. And so we'll give you guys a link to the wait list. And there's no obligation to buy by getting on the wait list, but it's still probably a good idea to jump on the wait list just in case you want to buy. But also because when you jump on the wait list, I send you this whole page of free money manifesting resources. So it's like a three-part training video, um, a one-hour training called Earning with Ease. There's a couple of meditations in there. There, There's just good stuff in there. So we'll put the Money Mentality Makeover waitlist link in show notes, and I think everyone will be good to go. Awesome. Thank you so much. I think this is really helpful. And yeah, if you guys are wanting to work on money mindset, it's a money mindset course, but it's really about self-worth and you'll get so much out of it. It's such a wonderful, it really is. I really recommend Amanda's work if you're looking for kind of mindset work. I I would say it's about like, yeah, because I I make us look at money because I feel like most women are blocked around money and not like not feeling allowing themselves to receive their desires when it comes to money, but the principles apply to everything. So when you learn how to heal and forgive the past with money, that applies to everything. When you learn to allow yourself to receive your desires, your financial desires, that also applies to everything. When you learn how to change like the rules and dynamics and paradigms for how money works for you, that also applies to how like anything works for you, like love and and opportunity and everything. So like we teach these really core principles to do with money, but yeah, then people run with it. Right. And it changes a lot of lives in a lot of really cool ways. Yeah. It's definitely really transformative. And the way you look at the world, at least, especially when I first found you, I had never heard or been around anyone that had the kind of 
mindset and perspective you have, but the way that you look at the world is so expansive and it's so good. If you don't, if you guys don't have someone in your life that really backs you or you feel like you don't back yourself and you just need like a good dose of, of mindset and self-belief and all those different things. And you need to be around someone that has that kind of positive perspective and outlook. Amanda is definitely the person to follow. So I just love you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad we got to talk. Yeah. This is so cool. So good connecting with you. Thank you so much. Of course, love. Okay, I have one more podcast interview today, so I'm going to go jump on that. But yeah, it was so great. Okay, have a good rest of your day. Bye. Bye.